This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Tuesday. Great to have you with us here on KGMI Connects and hope to hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And as always, whatever's on your mind. We'd love to hear from you. Rolling Stones coming to Seattle once again. I've seen them twice. and The second show especially was, was a darn good show. But I've seen them now. I don't know that I'd go see the Stones again. I mean, is there a band that you are just dying to see? That, you know, you hear they're coming? Or you, you might even fly to another city to see them? Maybe you got thoughts on that? Or on what's happening around the world or here in our own backyard. We want to hear whatever's on your mind here on KG Mike Next. Once again, 360-676-5464. Let's get started. We got a bunch of folks on the line already. And uh, Tim in Everson, you've got a trivial complaint about digital coupons. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm surprised that you're not dead set on going to the Stones, but Good well, for you. Whichever I, I, way you I, you know, I, I've seen the Stones a couple of times, so I'm, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'll, I'll save my concert money for another show that I, maybe I haven't seen or another act that uh, I really want to go see. So, Yeah, I, I don't blame you for that. I was just surprised. Yeah, but my complaint, and it might sound trivial, is with these darn digital coupons. Okay. And, and some stores make it, well, okay, I'll, I'll throw names out there. Uh, Fred Myers makes it really difficult. Uh, how how so? Work on, well, it won't work on my phone, and and they say, "Oh no, you've got it." And then I go, and they it doesn't work. And then I go to the service counter, and they say, "Well, you got to have it downloaded. You got to have it downloaded." I'm like, "Here's my phone. Can you show me how to do it better?" Well, with Fred Meyer, I mean, do you have the app? Yeah. And, and then and if you go through they, the app, and I just know this because I shop at Fred Meyer, but, you, you know, you click on, you know, in the app, you click, you know, you hit savings, and then it brings yeah. up all, and then you click all coupons, and you go through the whole, yeah. and it's a huge list of coupons usually. And if you click yeah. that and have that on your your store card number, which I know not everyone is a fan of those, but um, I, I, I do it because it saves some money here and there. But then you can't, you know, then. Well, you, and at times, Joe, here's the deal is they'll price adjust certain things. And, and, but they won't price adjust. You have to go through the process for meat. That's hmm. their big thing. Huh. Because sometimes okay. it's like $5 off a pound with a digital coupon. Uh-huh. And I've had, I, I will tell you this. <clears throat> I've had nothing but problems with Fred Meyer. I've had a few problems with Safeway. But then you go to their service desk, and it yeah it takes you time. And they said, just tell us, just tell the cashier you got it fixed with, with me, and she'll give you the discount, and they give you the discount. Huh. But, but what about people who don't have it? They told me at Fred Meyer, you need to do it on a desktop or a laptop, and I'm like, this is a brand new iPhone. Yeah, huh? That's Why weird. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had and a. I, I, oh, go ahead. I quit going to Fred, uh, Fred Meyer. I mean, it, it's just like, and that used to be my favorite store. But by you guess far, got turned off, huh? Okay. Well, and then, and then uh, here was another deal, and and like I said, it was my favorite store. But uh, 
then just with my card, uh, you know, I scanned my card and I got home. I started checking my receipt and I'm like, that was way more than I planned on paying. Mm-hmm. And, and I started looking at my receipt and I'm like, that wasn't the right price. That wasn't the right price. That wasn't the right price. And then at the bottom, it said, if you would have been a card member, you would have saved $52. And I'm like, Oh, 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 oh. I gave you my card. I gave you my card number. So I called huh. them up and they said, come back in <clears throat> and we'll give you a refund. And I went back in and it was like on a, on a Tuesday I shopped and on a Wednesday I went back in. And when I went back in, the lady was very frustrated because that was the day they changed their flyer and all the prices had changed. Uh huh. Hmm. And she's like, how am I supposed to do this? And I said, I don't know. I called last night. They told me to come in today. She goes, well, are you sure you want your money back? I said, yeah, that's $52. Well, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I've, I've had, generally speaking, I've had pretty good luck. And it sounds like for some reason the system didn't get your, your card number in there. I just, I just, I've given up on the card. I just put in my phone number now. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's what I, I haven't too. had a problem like that where it just doesn't recognize my, my okay, card. So but. one final question. Okay. Why do you have to do all this digital couponing? I mean, I'm sure it's data collecting and yeah. I'm sure they're selling it to somebody else because I've looked up on the internet. Why do they do it? And they give me Mau Mau theories of, Oh, it's more convenient than cutting out a coupon in the newspaper or something like that. And I'm like, well, this is I, more convenient. <laughs> I think I think you answered it. It's data collecting because if you look at it, the digital coupons that you get or that are offered to you align pretty closely. Or you get those in the mail, like uh, with many of these stores, they send you the the coupons, uh, you know, once a quarter or once every couple months, and and they're oh, I, I buy this stuff, so they know what you're tending to buy, a repeat buy, and that's the stuff they send you and. It's a way to keep you coming back and coming back. So they figure, okay, we'll, well, it's we'll give you a, a way break. To keep me coming back because right. <laughs> I'm done with Fred Meyer. <laughs> All right, Tim. Appreciate your call. And you know, I guess just be, be vigilant and good luck at wherever you're shopping next. But uh, thanks for your call. 360 676 5464. Bruce in Bellingham is on the line. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I've had good luck with Fred Meyer. You got you to gotta play the game, you know, with the digital coupons. But uh, I think it's a great place to shop. I I go regularly, and I always have uh, some digital coupons. I don't I don't have a lot, but uh-huh. uh, they're they always seem accurate to me. Yeah, I so haven't had a major problem. wrong. Yeah. I... Anyway, I, I wanted to to talk about the the green movement. Okay. I read an article today, and they were giving an update on the. Wind, solar, and automobile uh, markets, and apparently, uh, in on the east uh, eastern United States, there's quite a few pending wind and solar projects that have been canceled, hmm. and it seems that the wheels on the the green movement's wagon are coming loose because. Uh, also, automobile sales for electric cars are way down, hmm. and Musk is even 
uh, canceling a project he had for Mexico for an assembly plant down there. And apparently it's because of the interest rates and the market. The people just don't don't want this stuff. Hmm. It, and it, either that or it's too expensive. And even with the, the large subsidies that the, the government is inputting to these solar projects for residential uh-huh. and automobile sales, it's still they're they're uh, rethinking the uh, the EV uh, markets uh, very seriously. I don't know. I've I've seen where uh, sales of uh, electric vehicles are are increasing. There's still uh, a fraction of uh, the total sales of cars and trucks, but uh, that they there are they uh, the numbers are going up. And if you look at you know manufacturers seem to be getting all in on this and uh, you know trying to you know falling all over each other of who can come out with the latest. Uh, latest models and things and they are they are pricey i i agree they're but um cars in general are pretty darn expensive and i don't know when you look at you go to buy a, a new pickup truck i mean and you're paying sixty seventy thousand dollars or more a year i mean uh, for for a new pickup truck and then you go and complain about the price of the gas that you put in it i don't know it just seems like a little bit uh uh lopsided but yeah, that's that's just what this article is pointing out. Okay. It was it, it was uh, uh, put out by some uh, uh, research firm. I didn't get the name of it, but okay. uh, anyway, where, where was the article? article? Where was the uh, article? Where where did you see the article? I saw it on Fox News. Okay, all right. Well, I'll see if I can track it down. And thanks for your call, Bruce. Okay, thank you. You bet. Let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thank you for uh, taking my call. You bet. I was, uh, I've been reading here recently, last couple of days, about uh, the possibility of a deal to release hostages, uh, a deal between Hamas and, and Israel. And I, I hope it comes to be. I, I truly believe that uh, this us versus them thinking uh, never works, that that. Uh, violence is not working for Hamas, and it's not working for Israel either, that the only way we're going to move forward as a human family uh, is to understand that we truly are one human family, that there is no them. And uh, it's it's like we have to keep learning this lesson over and over and over again, that that the violence doesn't work. All, all we end up doing is, is creating more body bags for both sides. And uh, I hope this, this uh, deal comes about to start uh, uh, to simmer things down uh, over there. Yeah, we can only hope. Uh, the uh, Israel uh, Knesset, uh, the, the Israeli pri- uh, parliament is, uh, uh, what I, the reports I'm seeing is that they're voting on it in the, the near future. So we'll see, hopefully it'll move forward and uh, we'll, it'll at least start to Start to maybe signal a, a beginning of an end to this horrible violence. We'll we'll see. I hope so. All right, thanks, Doug. Have a good day. You too. Okay. And uh, quick before we break, let's go to Chuck and Custer. Hi, Chuck. Hey, what happened to uh, street smarts and common sense? Can't you see what Hamas is doing here? Uh, they're going to release 
they're negotiating for 50 hostages when they have 250 of them. The line should be all of them come home, all of them are released, dead or alive, whatever, and that's it. Otherwise, you get obliterated. But we have become such a soft, pansy-ass society that uh, we're in favor of our own gas chambers these days. What? Yeah. No. Uh, We got people protesting and stuff. It's crazy. You all want to – nobody has obviously – well, not nobody, but – the majority of people have never had to go scrape and scratch for their food and just to eat for one more day. And society is becoming soft, and we are looking for soft resolutions to difficult problems, which will not be – we should be uh, – Israel, not we. Well, I say we because I support Israel. We should – just stand on our feet and say, no, no more. And this whole, uh, uh, so, but, but what about, I mean, the lives of, uh, what's 200 some hostages, aren't they worth bargaining for and, and well, working to, to preserve? It's 50 right now. And well, they keep, right, but, and they keep finding but, dead ones laying all over the place. So, I mean, well. It's obvious what's going on here, and the problem is that Israel and the Western world can't pull their heads out of their behinds and see okay. what's going on here. And it's well, <laughs> I I think Israel's got a pretty good handle on what it what they're dealing with, and I uh, all right, I won't leave that at that leave that alone there chuck and appreciate your call we'll take a quick break be back with more and uh, hopefully hear from you whatever's on your mind here on kg mike and x hi i'm brad Barron, ceo at Barron heating ac electrical and plumbing we are grateful to have served you for over 50 years as a thank you for choosing Barron, we're giving back through our Barron furnace fund this holiday season thanks to you our team is thrilled to be able to give a furnace to three families in need of heat this winter here at Barron, we know the importance of keeping your home safe, warm, and comfortable. The Furnace Fund will provide proper heat for a family that would otherwise go without. So as the weather gets cold, help us eliminate one more worry for those in need by giving the warmth of a furnace. If you know a family that can benefit from this gift, we want to hear about it. Visit barronheating.com for details and to recommend a deserving family now through November 30th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Ready to upgrade your comfort system? For a limited time, Barron is offering a free water heater with the purchase of a new heating and cooling system. Don't wait. Call Barron for details today. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's 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 a go-getter, man. She has a she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy. Um, Let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, Dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? 
It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Thursday night football comes to Seattle on Thanksgiving night as the Hawks host the San Francisco 49ers at Lumen Field. We want to make your Turkey Day extra special and send you to Seattle for the NFC West showdown. We're giving away two tickets to one lucky listener as the Hawks host the Niners on Thursday, November 23rd, Thanksgiving night. To get registered, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then find the Seahawks vs. 49ers sweepstakes and fill out a registration form. Entries close November 21st at 12 p.m. For more details, visit this station's website. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. Jim in Seattle joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing all right. What's on your mind today? Well, I thought Doug was an excellent call from Bellingham. Uh, A great call that, you know, we're all people and there's more to, more common that we have than without we should get along uh apropos those thoughts i thought that uh, gore vidal i've mentioned him many times he was an old great man that passed away about uh 11 years ago uh he wrote a couple books toward the end of his life he authored at least 25 books plays movies all sorts of things and he always said uh, of course i never not try to do good or uh, try to help people create change, change for the better, not change for the worst. Uh, so he had a book, I think it was a collection of essays called For Perpetual War for Perpetual Peace, and also Dreaming War. And so I'm also taking note of the news that came on right before your show. Uh, there's a lot going on in Iraq still. We have all these military bases. And so what are they doing there? You know, we have these uh, you know, it's, it's great for the arms dealers and all that. Uh, they're making money hand over the fist. They have an, uh, a, a, a definite interest in maintaining war all over the globe if they can, because they get fat and happy on it, uh, charging uh, $1,400 for two pairs of pliers, as I've read in the past. And uh, so there, there's no not much of an audit that goes on on that stuff. So that's just food for thought. Uh, Gorvidal also... Um, yes, he once commented that we of the USA was armed to the teeth and hostile to everyone. <laughs> so anyway, I read from, I listened to Dennis Prager. He says, there's no evidence of any left-governed country that has allowed freedom of speech, free expression. So I pointed out sort of, you know, this may not sound like a perfect answer, but it's one answer that the Soviet Union in 1986, you could say anything you wanted to, according to Michael Parenti, except you couldn't advocate the overthrow of capitalism or the state in favor of, you couldn't agitate for capitalism. Okay. And so, hmm. yeah, I, and also... Um, or the overthrow yeah, be, of the Communist Party, I suspect, or... Well, they allowed a uh, lot of freedom of speech, he says. It's, oh, it's the hmm. anti-Sovietism in the media, you can watch it. All right. I know. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, there. no, no. That's, right, no, that's okay. Yeah, it's your call. But Okay. okay. Yeah, they, they did say the, the debate well, was pretty wide-ranging. You just couldn't advocate for capitalism and say we want to, you know, because they, they were under a siege mentality. It's called siege socialism, 
There was not one day, uh, Michael Pratty said, that, that the Soviet Union had any kind of rest at all. They were constantly being fought from other countries. Uh, well, 14 countries in, invaded when the Soviet Union first came into being. They had inner rivalries that were trying to sabotage what they were doing in the face of German expansionism and so forth. So uh, okay. anyway, I, those are the thoughts I have. I, he also points out in Duty Truth, the, in the uh, political realm, the further left you go on the political spectrum, the more difficult to gain exposure and access to larger audiences. So it's it's uh, also known as well, free speech is yeah. at a price. You know, we got like I'm glad well, I get to I talk know, to you right but, now. You know, I guess you have to understand too. I mean, it's not that. I mean, where where is the market for you know for hardcore communist speech in this country. There's not a, there's not a huge audience that, that want, you know, well, is dying to hear it. And, and I understand what you're saying. The audience. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, you're doing anyway, your part here, I guess. Right. I am. I'm glad you, I, there is a place, but we should have yeah. more. And who knows what it would hail if, if you actually had it, because well. it's not an experiment that's actually taking place. The media has yeah, been but, consolidated and, uh, I don't so think anyway, I, I. I mean, I'm a, and I'm a pretty free thinker, but I don't think I'd want to move to a, a Soviet-style kind of a country. I, I'll just be honest with you. I don't know. I grew up in the United States. I kind of like it here, but and and I we've got a lot of a lot of faults, but but you know when it comes to the military and yeah, perpetual war. I understand, and people make money on war. Sure, um, but at the same time, I mean, I appreciate what the military does, and having a military. Uh, I think is important. We don't want it to become a military state. It's same with um, criticisms of police. I mean, we we. I mean, I want a police force. I don't want to defund the police, but at the same time, I don't want a police state. I don't want it to determine everything. Uh, you know, the police to run the run the place. But at the same time, I think we all pretty much want to have a police force that's there when when we need them. Um, this seems to kind of make sense. Um, once again, it's moderation in everything. Sounds boring, I know, but oh. let's go to John in Ferndale quick. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, Michael from Linden asked me a question yesterday, and I wanted to get back to him and answer him. Okay. He, he was he was talking about well, what do I think about immigration and this and this wide open border as if all the border patrol agents are just kicking back with their feet up <laughs> That's right. watching yep. people cross the border you know and uh making bets on who who can get by the the uh floating buoys of death in, so, in sipping, the Rio sipping, sipping my ties i think you should yeah. add in there and, you know and, under, he, yeah. and, he, and he was also he was also asking me uh uh you know what I thought about the DACA program, which which is in legal limbo, it was ruled against. It's going to get appealed. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. Okay, so the thing is, when there were Democrats as president, right? Democrats in charge, we wanted to to help those countries with their economies, with their farming practices, with their criminal justice, and because. You know, the parties are so misaligned, right? Every time it changes hands, it's so, you know, so basically our response to the world is psychotic. It's split personality. Every time a Republican com- comes in of late, and it wasn't always the, the – but, I mean, yeah, uh, President Eisenhower, as great as he was, as much as I respect him, 
you know, he had Project Wetback, which the Trump administration wants to bring back with uh, on steroids in, in the federal society with the Project 2025. But anyway, my, my thing about immigration is I would rather that they stay there because low-wage, unskilled labor, non-union labor threatens American workers. I get it. I get it. Because, you know, the, the other part of it, this country and, you know, is running out of water. You know that they're they're going to have to start rationing it at some point. The gate is closing. I, I, I realize, but I you know instead of gun turrets on on the border, I see uh, you know drones with infrared vision and you know uh, 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 using a, a more high high tech approach. The fence is fine, but no, it is a problem. But it's always been a problem our entire lives because the country relies on cheap labor. And if you want lettuce and you don't want to have to pay a fortune for it, they pick the, they pick the fruit. They pick the vegetables. And, you know, when I was a kid, during summertime, it was like, okay, I'm going to be picking strawberries. You ask a kid to do that now, and I mean, I've even gone to a you pick. It's very, very difficult. Now, about DACA, but, these kids were brought here before they were age 16, right? They were children. They had no choice in the matter. Their Spanish is, is like bad, right? But it seems to me, Joe, that, that people who have to conform to that program, they can't break the law, they can't have a parking ticket, they have to be gainfully employed, keep their keep their nose clean. We're going to send these American kids now, because they've been fully Americanized, we're going to send them back to a third world country where their family is no longer there because they immigrated, they tried to immigrate to the United States. All that are left is criminal gangs, depending on what country you're talking about. Well, and you know, I, I, I agree like, with you I, on that. See, um, I, I am as torn as okay. the rest of them. I don't want to see, you know, like these 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 kids who, you know, okay. are innocent I... in, in all this. And one more innocent person, Joe, before I go. Real fast. Elon Musk branded this guy, Elon, our, okay. our, 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 our favorite villainous billionaire. He branded this, this kid, Ben Brody, as a Nazi FBI kind of guy that had to do with this Portland riot. Oh, and Elon's like, there he is. It wasn't the same guy. The guy lives in Riverside, California. He wasn't in Portland. But, you know, and so Elon's going to get sued by the same lawyer. This, this guy's hired the same lawyer that successfully okay. sued Alex Jones. These people have to be held accountable, and Mr. Okay, Trump John. as well. Thanks. All right. Thanks, John. Well, we covered a lot of ground there again, and we'll be back in just a moment. 360-676-5464. Take us to new ground with your call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Hi, it's Scott from Northwest Sleep Solution in Fairhaven. You know, I've sold mattresses in Bellingham and Whatcom County for a lot of years now. And I got a call from a lady the other day that was asking about our selection. She wanted one of these memory foam beds in a box you can get online, and we don't carry that. And she says, well, how do you have the best selection? 
So I explained to her the best selection often means not only what you do carry, but what you don't carry as well. And so at Northwest Sleep, rather than memory foam, we carry Tempur-Pedic as the highest rated mattress on the planet. Rather than some of the generic coil beds out on the market, we carry Beautyrest, the invented of the pocket of coil. We carry things that we believe in and we don't carry things we don't. So come see us at Northwest Sleep Solutions on the corner of 10th and McKenzie in Fairhaven. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton Chevrolet in Linden. Holidays are just around the corner with busy schedules coming up for everyone. So let's jump on that year-end purchase or that pre-winter service right away before we run out of time. Hinton Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at HintonMotors.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon, and let's go right back to the phones. Robert in Bellingham, you got some tips for bike riding in the winter. Yeah, um, I because somebody called yesterday and had me mixed up with a, a guy that fixes bikes that used to up That's at right. Western. I, I, uh-huh. I saw him also. You kind of corrected that. I'm just a bike rider, but I bring my bike to bike shops usually. Uh, but yeah, for riding in the winter, one of the things is I there's really good gear for waterproofing and stuff. But I have to admit, I'm not real familiar with it, and I don't use it. I have mostly inexpensive things, but kind of I have a different way of looking at it. And that is, it doesn't rain that hard in this area usually. Where we usually just get light drizzle if we get rain, but most of the time it's just overcast. So it's pretty good riding like um it's refreshing and if it's a light mist or a light sprinkle it's not that hard to ride and when i go dancing sometimes i um work up a sweat and it's actually quite refreshing to be okay. on my bike in a light mist <laughs> okay but but another thing is um often i don't ride in heavy rain um, I yeah. live in town, so I'm within easy walking distance of pretty much anything I have to get to. Plus, we do have a very good bus service in this area, so there are backup plans for that. But I have been caught in rainstorms some on bike tours, and sometimes it isn't that pleasant because I, I don't have that good a gear. But um, there are, you know, I survive, and it. It's not that bad, but I, um, well, one thing, I only have one pair of shoes when I'm touring or even here in Bellingham. I pretty much only have one pair of shoes. And oh, yeah. I find that 
they can get really wet. There are more waterproof shoes, but it soaks through to the socks and everything, and it's hard on the feet. So I sometimes bring a dry pair of socks with me, several dry pairs, put them in plastic to keep it dry, and then I'll take my shoes off when when things dry out again and put a fresh clean uh, dry pair of on and then it, uh, maybe I have to change it a couple of times, but within a couple of hours, just the heat of your feet will dry your shoes out again. Oh, okay, of course, and then you've got to—you probably want to have fenders on your bike, at least uh, you know, so the water isn't splashing up on you, water and mud and stuff like that, and, and how it yeah, rides on—you know—splatters up your back if you don't have a fender on your on your on your rear well, tire. That, that I don't go in the rain that much. I actually don't have fenders, but okay. that that helps with that. But you know, I have, you know, sometimes you get some dirt on on the back of your jacket. I have, you know, layers. I have inexpensive. I have a like a, a jacket underneath several jackets. Sometimes I wear layers from uh-huh. secondhand stores, and then I'll put a plastic type jacket over the outside, and and you know. It just brushes off or it dries off, you know, and okay. then I can just brush that off. So, it, you know, the main thing is I, most of my, you know, I live in town, so I don't have to ride real far. And if I do, you know, I I do things like put on clean socks or dry socks and let my shoes dry out again. And okay. usually I survive the rain, but most of the time we don't have real heavy rain. It's it's kind of pleasant to ride in the light mist or the just the overcast days that we get. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Robert. A little encouragement to get out on your bike in spite of the weather. Uh, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, in response to a caller, it was Bruce, I'm not sure. But anyway, the caller wanted to talk about the possibility of a peace, you know, between uh, the Israelis and and the other, uh, the uh, Islamic uh, groups. And this is just, I mean, I'd love it to happen if it could, but this is never going to happen. I heard a a very extensive report this morning about the number of Jews who live in other, um, you know, Islamic, all the other Islamic countries in the uh, neighborhood, so to speak, of, of that world. Uh, they're part of the world, and, and it's like 50 or 60 or 12 or 7. I mean, there's almost nobody allowed to live in Islamic countries with any degree of acceptance or safety. And the big thing is, and the New York Times, I forget whether it was today or yesterday, they all seem to run together on this war. There was a terrific story. I mean, it was sad and tragic, but it was a terrific story about just the utter hatred of the Islamic people for Israel, thinking that they do not have a right to exist. Well, Israel, as the country that currently, as it currently uh, consists of the land amassed, that is their ancient homeland. And, um, you know, all you have to do is read the Bible to see that. And they, um, you know, I, I would love to see a two-state solution 
I would love to see peace. I would love to see the Palestinian civilians suffer less, um, even though they did vote Hamas in. I have, a, I have a suspicion they never dreamed this would happen. But, uh, you know, Israel is trying to evacuate the Palestinian civilians in the south part of Gaza now, as we speak. Um, they've done a pretty good job of getting a great many people out of there. Uh, and you know, the, the total population of Gaza was in round numbers, 2 million. And it's just a tragic uh, existential crisis that Israel faces. Just recently, a few days ago, lead story in the New York Times was Hamas's leaders declare they want a permanent state of war to exist with Israel until every Jew is wiped out. Well, with an attitude like that, um, how in the world could there ever be peace without Israel wiping out? I, I Well, I'll predict you right now, Israeli defense forces are so much more competent than anything that the Islamic states can produce uh, militarily. Um, they proved that many times over the years. Yeah. And uh, the, Isla the Israeli defense forces have no choice. And, God, I hope the civilians uh, can get out of there. I hope the Israelis can succeed in killing as few as possible. It's, it's, uh, it just sickens me. But at the same time, the Israelis have no choice but to protect their very existence. Believe me, if, if, if they were to lay down their arms, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Islamic Jihad, um, and if they still existed, uh, you know, the other Arab terrorist groups, uh, they would all go in there and just kill every Jew they could. Well, there is no such thing as peace in that part of the world between the Jews and the uh, Islamic uh, terrorists, well, and that's with, just the reality. Well, it, it is. Hamas is not, it won't, and I've said it, and many others have, that Hamas is no partner, won't be a partner for peace, as, uh, as will Hezbollah not be. Um, they won't be. No, but they won't I don't be. think anybody is saying Israel should lay down their arms and completely just give up. I never said that anybody and, would you know, say that. Fly the white Nobody's flag. Nobody's ever said no, that. No, I'm but, just saying that if I'm, they but, did, but they but would everyone all but everyone knows that Israel is is well armed and is is yes. very competent at protecting itself. And yes, and. What will it ultimately get out of this? The operation that that's my question. What what will it, it get out of this? Uh, it, what's the end game? Where you know they're not the going to they're not going to be able to, but they're not going to be able to destroy Hamas and every. I, I think every, they can. Hamas is forty thousand thugs, but forty thousand men, right. forty thousand thugs. They but can. I think wipe you have to admit. But you have to admit that the violence, and I'm not. I'm not saying is. I'm. I'm not saying Israel is the aggressor here. It was attacked uh, very, very plainly. Of but the violence that it's visiting upon Hamas now and the Palestinian civilians, the way it plays out in uh, in world opinion, by and large, not uh, everyone obviously, but uh, is that now it it looks like the aggressor, and and then it it fuels more anger and hatred within that uh, within that but region. But that's not going to 
stop. That well, will it's never not going to stop. Well, but they, the violence is not. But but the violence isn't going to stop it either. The Islamic civilization hates the Jews. They want to kill them all. Very similar to what Hitler thought. I, um, I, you think I, I Hitler wanted to I leave any Jews I, alive during World War II? I, I don't, don't think that's the case. I mean, you see countries that uh, in that region that have made peace with Israel and are peacefully existing side by side with Israel. But they're, that's I mean, different because okay. they're not run by terrorists. Right, I, right. Egypt but you're you're lumping them have, in with with Hamas, and I think that's no, unfair. No, I'm not. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying, okay. and 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 I'm upset about it. Okay. You are <laughs> totally misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm talking about not about Egypt or Jordan. Um, Syria is another issue entirely, but I'm not talking about – I mean, if you've ever been to this part of the world, oh, my gosh. But I'm just saying that Israel and and Jordan and Egypt have – and then e- Israel, the Hamas, wanted to destroy the upcoming talks between Israel and Saudi Arabia. I would – I'm not going to say it's impossible to live in uh, 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 at least a quasi-peace with some of these these countries, but the terrorist groups, these are not militants. They are nothing more than horrendous thugs who have oh, a distorted view that. of their religion. And they, they, you know, is I've known a lot of nice Islamic people, but at the same time, the, these are people who want to kill every Jew they can lay their hands oh, on. Okay, and well, they right. cannot be allowed to survive. Well, okay, okay, Michelle, but I, I don't see how the, how Israel will end the lives of every one of those people that, that have that. I, I, I'm just, I ultimately, as I think I agree with you, the earlier caller that said that violence, well, that that's, that's what will continue is this cycle of violence, uh, one side back at the other. And, uh, and, and I'm, I guess I'm just as convinced as you that we don't see it, that we just can't see any end to it, but I've got to take a quick break, quick break. We'll be back with more here in just a moment. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? I know one thing, I'm going to prepare the turkey. Oh yeah? How are you going to do it? You ever use the blowtorch method? No. How does that work? See, here's what you do. You get yourself the blowtorch, and you get a turkey. And this is where things get complicated. Does it do a good job? It's so juicy. You just peel off all the blackened skin, and voila! How long's that take? Ah, About seven hours, depending on the size of your bird. Standing there with the blowtorch the whole time? I'll get the kids to help. But your kids are three and five. When it comes to preparing the Thanksgiving turkey, there's a new method every year. But one thing never changes. The joy of being with those you love. So this Thanksgiving, however you choose to prepare your turkey, get to the airport the traditional way on Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. Avoid paying high fuel prices, parking, and the worst traffic of the year. Sit back, relax, and watch the frenzied world from inside Airporter's luxury motor coach. With enough round trips daily, you'll find the one that's just right for you. Visit airporter.com today. That's airporter.com. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Giddy up. 
because this week's PNW perk is extra special. This Wednesday at 8 a.m., you can get $50 to spend at Giddy Up Espresso for just $25. Too much time in the saddle, on the job site, or at your desk getting you down? When you need a little pep in your step, it's time to Giddy Up and grab Bellingham's newest, hottest cup of coffee. Giddy Up Espresso celebrates the rich tapestry of Northwest coffee culture, with each cup encapsulating the spirit and beauty of the Pacific Northwest. Brewed to perfection using Delano's coffee beans and their unique methods. Bridle your day with Giddy Up Espresso. Each coffee, energy drink, and quick bite tells a story and will take you on a journey of taste and craftsmanship. Created with passion, served with pride. Take a ride to Giddy Up Espresso. Next to the Bakerview Fred Meyer gas station in Bellingham. This week only, get to pnwperks.com on Wednesday at 8 a.m. And you can get two $25 Giddy Up gift certificates for the price of one. It's the perfect gift for family, friends, and of course, yourself. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Well, I would agree with Michelle that, you know, I mean, we shouldn't generalize what people are saying, and that happens very, very frequently, and especially over this conflict in the Middle East. I mean, if you speak ill of the Israeli government, your many... People call you anti-Semitic when it, that's not the case. Same thing when you uh, might speak in favor of the Palestinians or uh, you know Palestinian cause, uh, then you're immediately supporting Hamas or terrorism, and and that's not the case either. Um, I don't I don't know anybody who thinks Hamas is this great wonderful organization that has uh, you know every right to to exist. I think it's terrible, an awful, awful bunch. Um, and, uh, one that is bent on terrible violence and, uh, violent overthrow of, of another country. And, um, uh, at the same time though, it, it, uh, and it, as I've said before, it helped well, it, it knew what Israel's response was going to be. And I believe that that was its motivation in the attack that it uh, made over a month ago. Uh, but um, it was to provoke Israel into this response. And what does Israel get out of the response? Um, more death and destruction, and uh, there will be more violence, and it is a vicious cycle. I, I'm not saying that if Israel had just you know, shrugged its shoulders and said, oh, well, that uh, Hamas would have gone away. But I guess I can't help but I wonder would it have been the starting point of that, of Hamas losing its support um, and and the world, the rest of the world saying you know really paying attention to Hamas and and seeing Hamas as the as the 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 uh, vicious uh, entity that it is but let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island hi Jim hey Joe good afternoon yeah good to have you hey um, if Robert doesn't have fenders on his bicycle he doesn't ride much in the rain 
Well, Robert rides everywhere. I, I he doesn't have a car. He it's he lives much in how town. He, that's how he gets around. He lives in town. It's probably really short trips, man. But I'm, I've been a bicycle rider since my youth, and uh, man, and Pacific Northwest, born and bred. And if you don't have fenders, sooner or later, you're gonna have a stripe right where you don't want one. Right, right. <laughs> I know. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The the dry socks are a good. That's a good move. That. Uh, that shows intelligence. So I agree completely with what Michelle said. You know, we were stuck between this thing where, um, you know, we want to believe the best. We want to believe the best in human nature. We want to just, you know, like uh, that, I wouldn't call him a peacenik, but the fellow who called in earlier um, who was talking about, you know, we're all just human beings and we all just need to, you know, it all depends on your upbringing and, and how you're trained and how you're raised. And one thing I've learned throughout my life is the, the human psyche is incredibly fungible. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, uh, you know, I think we're going to have to learn how to live with the fact that uh, the Palestinians have been raised and taught things for quite a while from their youth. Which is which could make most of them dangerous. I mean, uh, I guess they take polls, and even even today they think Hamas is all right. So, but I think it's Israel's in a really tough spot because the real enemy isn't Hamas uh, so much; it's Iran. And of course, Hamas is the uh, tip of the spear, but but uh, Iran is who made the spear and who's supplying the spear. And the problem the Israelis have is. They have Syria and Iraq in the way, and that's a great gulf of, of land that they'd have to cross to, to attack Iran. So, And the advantage Iran and, and the Arabs who hate Israel is, is that they have all these uh, subordinates who can attack Israel for them. And so they're in a really, really life-and-death struggle, and I wish people would kind of look at the logistics of it and just see how small Israel is and know that they're surrounded by enemies, no matter no matter what. And the people who aren't calling themselves enemies are only staying quiet uh, just because it wouldn't look good uh, to some of their allies, you know, like the, like the U.S. and things like that. So Israel's in a tough, tough spot. Well, that's, yeah, no doubt about that. That's for certain. All yeah, right, Jim. A, yeah, thanks, thanks, Joe. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Let's go to Kevin in Bellingham. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Joe. I just wanted to point out to a lot of the people who are listening and to everybody else in Bellingham, actually, that there's a lot of people who wear clothes similar to Muslims, like with the turban and the beards, mm-hmm. who are not Muslim. There's Hindus and Sikhs, among others. Uh, so I just don't want anybody to go off half-cocked and uh, just make some assumption based on the way somebody's dressed that they are actually Muslim. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, we've heard of attacks on individuals because of their attire in in the past. Uh, people that you know mistook them, or uh, and, and that's maybe a nice word, but uh, yeah, lashed out at people right. that, just because they were different and uh, you know so or looked different, I should say. But mm-hmm. all right, Kevin. So that was all. All right, appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, you know, and I, I, once again, it just. Um, you know, this the whole Mideast conflict, it is, uh, you know, I think we've all said at one time or another, 
constantly that there's it just uh, seems that there's no end to it and there won't be any resolution to this uh it's just a matter of uh years and we might there might be a lull in the violence and then there's another outbreak this um attack by Hamas in early November was uh, horrific um uh and uh it just was way, you know, on a scale that we hadn't seen before. Uh, and then Israel's response has, uh, has also been quite brutal. But um, I asked the question right after the attack by Hamas, is, the, you know, is this, is, is Israel, should Israel respond militarily? Um, and I don't know of a country that didn't, hasn't or wouldn't respond militarily or, you know, with violence, respond to violence with violence. But and and maybe it's just uh, uh, Pollyanna-ish of me to uh, think that uh, that is something that a, a nation could could consider. Uh, but um, I, it just seems to me that it would help to uh, pull the rug out from under Hamas and groups like it that uh, are hell bent on on violence. And um, it's, it's a thought anyway. Maybe we can. And there's nothing wrong with thinking and discussing it and considering it. Wouldn't it be a better world if violence wasn't immediately answered by more violence and that's, you know, a break help to break the cycle. Maybe it's, maybe it's just my wishful thinking, my, my peace, Nick ways, but I'll be back tomorrow at four o'clock. Thanks to everybody who joined us today. And uh, have one more conversation before Thanksgiving. Take care. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event. From the eight-passenger Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. The voice of Northwest Washington for over 90 years, KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.